0: Good morning, churches. This is a day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am Mark Hediger, blessed, honored, and humbled to be the pastor at Stratford-Salisbury Center in Middleville, United Methodist Churches, where we expect miracles, recognize miracles, and celebrate those miracles together. I do have one announcement this morning. As most of you already know, um, we did have one positive COVID-19 Uh, test in Middleville Church Sunday, the 15th, and the health department, uh, both county and state, have gotten involved. Um, We did close the church for two weeks, but the state also said that each person um, needs to be quarantined uh, for two weeks because of the um, closed-in room and being over 15 minutes and not having proper ventilation. But I do want you all to know, my understanding is in the paper, it made it sound that uh, we were disobedient and not wearing masks. That's not true. Uh, CDC guidelines allows us, um, as you know, to remove the mask once you uh, sit. So uh, that paper was a little bit of false news, if you will. Um, But I've been checking on Uh, the families that were directly involved, and everybody is doing well. So uh, Middleville will be closed the 22nd and the 29th. Um, As God would have it, I was not in Middleville preaching Sunday because I was at a pastor's retreat up north. So thank you, Lord, for giving me the chance to still uh, be able to deliver a message to the other two churches. So we keep Middleville and the community in our prayers um, as we move forward today. This morning's memory verse comes from Psalm 106.1. Praise the Lord. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Let us pray. Lord, teach us to be thankful in all circumstances. Help us to be like the Apostle Paul, who was thankful even in a dark prison. Help us to choose praise even during the difficulties we face throughout the day. Help us to rise up to a new level of praise and thanksgiving. Help us to see that a thankful heart paves the way for your blessings and the enemy is defeated when we praise you. We want to glorify you and advance your kingdom through our praise and worship. We choose to walk in your peace, listen carefully to you, and live expectantly for your blessings. We thank you for teaching us to be thankful in all our circumstances. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Uh, Please join me in the call to worship. The God who frees us invites us to worship. The God of law welcomes our loyal response. The heavens are telling the glory of God. The firmament proclaims God's handiwork. God is present with us, eager to speak to us today. We tremble before God, yet we are not afraid. We are ready to listen to God's word. May our thoughts and words today be acceptable to God. Amen. This morning's Lady Scripture comes from Psalm 33. Psalm 33. Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous. Praise befits the upright. Praise the Lord with the lyre. Make melody to him with the harp of ten strings. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully on the strings with loud shouts. For the word of the Lord is upright, and all his work is done in faithfulness. He loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the steadfast love of the Lord. By the word of the Lord the heavens were made, and all their host by the breath of his mouth. He gathered the waters of the sea as in a bottle. He puts the deeps in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke and it came to be. He commanded and it stood firm. The Lord brings the counsel of the nations to nothing. He frustrates the plans of the peoples. The counsel of the Lord stands forever. The thoughts of his heart to all generations. Happy is the nation whose God is the Lord. The people whom he has chosen as his heritage. The Lord looks down from heaven. He sees all humankind. From where he sits enthroned, he watches all the inhabitants of the earth. He who fashions the hearts of them all and observes all their deeds. A king is not saved by his great army. A warrior is not delivered by his great strength. The war horse is a vain hope for victory. And by its great might, it cannot save. Truly, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him and those who hope in his steadfast love to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. Our heart is glad in him because we trust in his holy name. Let your steadfast love, O Lord, be upon us, even as we hope in you. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. We move to joys and concerns. Um, obviously I already mentioned one with the Middleville United Methodist Church, we want to keep them all lifted. Um, And we do want to uh, keep those workers lifted that, that are making the phone calls, the contact tracing, Um, the health departments, they've got a tough job to do. And, you know, sometimes we take offense at, you know, we feel like we're being invaded or our privacy is being invaded. But I had a beautiful talk with a young lady named Sarah from the Herkimer Health Department. And, and she was just grateful that the middleville church had uh, supplied information and and assistance and and just making sure that the community is safe so well done middleville um, as always I am proud of you but we want to lift those workers up too and not be uh, belligerent or you know kind of hold back we want to work together we're we're in this together right we're on this world together so we you know we just want to we just want to show everybody the love of Christ, right? So through everything we say and do. Um, we have lots of other things to be thankful for. We had one of our ladies who had a major, major uh, life-threatening operation, and she was doing very well. Um, so we want to continue to lift her and the doctors, technicians, and nurses that are, that are helping her. We've had several cases of uh, COVID-19 uh, positive testing. We want to keep them lifted. We want to always keep our first responders and nurses, doctors, EMTs, fire departments, police, I, the list goes on and on. Uh, grocery store workers, people that are, you know, that have to go to work and, and meet with people one-on-one. So um, we want to keep them lifted. And as always, I, I like to say, I would love to be outside a window, don't take that weird, but I'd like to be outside some of the houses when when we do the joys and concerns over the airwaves, I'd really love to hear if people are yelling out names or yelling out praise to God, right? Because it's not just concerns, it's, it's joys also. And i just love to hear, walk by a house and hear somebody in there yelling, Praise God! You know, I think that would be cool. So um, if that's you, God bless you. If it's not you yet, be bold. The Lord calls us to be bold. So uh, let us pray. Father God, we thank you as we always do for this beautiful day um today is saturday as i'm recording this and father god what two beautiful days you strung together for us uh to again remind us that you're in charge and that uh you know we we never know what to expect with you we never know what to expect we just need to know that we trust you and love you so we give you all the honor all the praise and all the glory today father god we ask you to Uh, watch over those names that we've listed, the names that are on our hearts and in our minds, Father God, even those that we haven't listed, but yet you know who they are and you know what the circumstances are. I pray for strength in a nation that's going through so much turmoil, not just with the COVID, of course, but with uh, the election going on and and racial problems and uh, different groups. Father God, we lift them all to you. We just put them in your hands um, help us to not be anxious. Help us to not be uh, afraid. Help us to be bold. Help us to stand on your word and believe your word um, in everything that we do. but Father God, most of all, help us to help us to go around you know each day and and show people the love of Christ through our actions, through our words, uh, through our reactions and through our deeds lord because it 's all about you it 's not about us in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. This morning's message is titled "Blessed Assurance: Blessed Assurance." Um, this week, we celebrate Thanksgiving, and as I prayed during my preparation for the message, I was led to the thought of being thankful for God's blessed assurance, his assurance to be with us, to never forsake us, to forgive us of our sins, and to bring us home to spend eternity with him when when we are finished with this life and as I Pondered over his blessed assurance that Jesus is mine, I was reminded of the importance of passing along or or sharing who he is and what he has done for us. I got to thinking: Have you ever gone over old photos that you found tucked away somewhere? Um, you remember those days? Pictures were actually printed, and they weren't stored on phones or computers. Well, anyway, you you get to looking at a picture and you're trying to remember who it was and. You try to remember what the occasion was. And maybe you're a little bit unsure, so you flip the picture over to look at the back, and you're hoping that you see a name on the back or you know, an explanation, but you, you turn it over only to discover that nothing is written there. So you have no idea who it is, and unfortunately, you know, perhaps those that did know who it was have passed away. So now you hold a picture with no ties to your family it becomes a blank part of your history. Sadly, that person in the picture has now become a stranger. Long before the pen or the computer, the only way to remember the past was through the passing on of stories, uh, by word of mouth, of course, from one generation to another. Sometimes those stories taught lessons or provided history or helped remember where family traditions came from. My personal family was and is no different. In our family, we tell stories that will last for generations. Some are good, some are bad, and many of them are funny. Even after the modern forms of recording, there's just something to say about passing along information by word of mouth. right? We, we each pass on the most memorable accounts of things that happened in our lives, and we want to pass that on to the next generation. And I think there's a meaning in hearing a story that has come to you from past relatives, and there's meaning in passing it on yourself to friends and loved ones. Some of those stories might be to teach a lesson, but most are told to entertain. We aren't the only ones that do this, of course. Storytelling remains an important part of many cultures today. Some stories provide practical instructions on traditional living, Others might tell about child-rearing, or friendship, or of love and and family lineage. I know the Native Americans is a perfect example of a culture that's known for its rich oral tradition. Uh, These indigenous people shared their history, their customs and rituals, and even their legends, and they always did it through oral narratives, by word of mouth. And we know that it's also used to pass down local customs and Uh, hunting routes and bird migrations, maybe how to live off the land or how to survive in the natural environment in which they lived. Does that sound familiar? I think we find the same thing in the written word. Chapter by chapter, we read a retelling of the Jewish history so that the people of Israel will never again forget the presence of God in every part of their history. Many religious festivals today commemorate historical events in which God intervened directly to help and protect his people. Back in the day, stories were recounted to alleviate fear, to trust in God, and to emphasize his presence and protection. Imagine, if you will, sitting at the feet of a Jewish elder hundreds of years ago and hearing the powerful story of the parting of the Red Sea. And how reassuring would it be to hear the story of Daniel coming out from the lion's den without a scratch? Or how about the story of King Nebuchadnezzar throwing Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego into the fiery furnace to die for not falling down and worshiping the golden statue? Today we can read their response to their sentence in Daniel three sixteen through 18, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to present a defense to you in this matter. If our God, in whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the furnace of blazing fire and out of your hand, O king, let him deliver us. But if not, be it known to you, O king, we will not serve your gods, and we will not worship the golden statue that you have set up. So if you remember, the king had ordered the furnace to be heated up seven times more than was customary, and then he selected his strongest guards to bind the men and cast them into the furnace. Well, we read that the guards were burned up, but Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were unharmed. How much faith and confidence in God do you think this account provided to the rest of the nation when they heard this? Possibly for generations. Generations. How much faith and confidence does it give to you today? Then we move to 2 Kings, and we read, The king of Aram sent horses and chariots and a great army to surround the city of Dothan to seize the prophet Elisha. We read two different responses to that danger in 2 Kings 6, 15-18. When an attendant of the man of God rose early in the morning and went out, an army with horses and chariots was all around the city. His servant said, Alas, master, what shall we do? He, Elijah, replied, Do not be afraid, for there are more with us than there are with them. Then Elisha prayed, O Lord, please open his eyes that he may see. So the Lord opened the eyes of the servant, and he saw. The mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. When the Arameans came down against him, Elisha prayed to the Lord and said, Strike this people, please, with blindness. So he struck them with blindness as Elisha had asked. So the servant responded with fear. We know that's a fleshly response to the danger presented. Elisha, the man of God, responded with faith and assurance of God's protection. Well, the story behind the story is that God had provided his own army invisible to the naked eye. Elisha prayed that the servant would see them, and he did. But we need to understand, we may not always be able to see God's hand in our protection, but he is by our side. We have his blessed assurance. The words of Psalm 27, 1 through 3 come to mind. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When evildoers assail me to devour my flesh, my adversaries and foes, they shall stumble and fall. Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war rise up against me, yet I will be confident. Brothers and sisters, an army has encamped against us today. That army is COVID-19. It has invaded our families, our communities, our nation, and our world. And yes, it has been the cause of many deaths, but as of Saturday, over 40 million people have recovered from the virus. We can choose to live in fear and tremble every time we turn on the TV and hear that news that when they deliver the negative stories, or we can turn To what we know and what we believe like the storytellers of old we have been given the knowledge and proof of god's presence and god's protection i suppose the storytellers of today are called pastors or sunday school teachers or or their bible study leaders well today we have the benefit of his written word to retell those stories of old psalm after psalm after psalm tells us of god's love for us and his protection of us. I know you've heard these scriptures before, but like a good storyteller, it's my job to repeat them until they are forged in your hearts and in your minds. Verse 3 of Psalm 27 says, My heart shall not fear, though an army encamp against me. Psalm 91, 3 through 4 promises us that he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions and under his wings you will find refuge amen we find refuge in God's promises we find refuge in his word I understand this pandemic is real I'm not making light of it. we have had several family members diagnosed with COVID-19 including one of our granddaughters but they have survived and we know that the local numbers here are increasing again and the news outlets are painting it as the end of the world. Well, I read the last book in the Bible. That's not how the world ends. Of course we are to take precautions, just like we do when we cross a busy road. And I know we don't have many busy roads around here, but you get my point. We don't hide on the side of the road, fearful a truck may come by any minute and hit us. No, we remember what our parents or grandparents taught us as children to look both ways before crossing the street, and then cross. And then we pass that knowledge down to our kids and our grandchildren, like the storytellers of old. So in the case of this COVID-19 army that has encamped us, we need to go back to the basics. We need to take precautions, reasonable precautions. We need to wear a mask when in public, wash our hands a lot, try not to sneeze sneezing or coughing into someone else's space. Many of those things we were taught as children. Remember, the only one that teaches us to fear is the enemy, who is the father of all lies. Well, not just the enemy, but I guess the news does, of course. Because the news gets more business and makes more money by promoting fear. And we know the the enemy doesn't want us to turn to the word. He doesn't want us to remember all those times God protected his people. He doesn't want you to read and teach Psalm 91 verse 7 where it it reads, A thousand may fall at your side, Ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. Yes, unfortunately, thousands have died at our sides. But over 40 million have recovered. As Christians, there are basic things that we need to return to. Like spending time in daily prayer and studying the Word of God. Billy Graham said, I have never met anyone who spent time in daily prayer, in the study of the word of God, and was strong in faith who was ever discouraged for very long. We need to increase our spiritual strength and knowledge through the written word. How else would we fight an enemy but to be properly prepared? We need to increase our faith. And faith is not just about believing in God's power, it's also about trusting that His plans for us are good. Jeremiah 29:11 reminds us, For surely I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for your welfare and not for harm, to give you a future with hope. God's got this, brothers and sisters. We've got this. It is finished, and it is well with our soul. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine and so are all his promises. I encourage, encourage you all today, get in the word, pray for guidance and protection and believe that God's protection is still evident, even in the midst of all this chaos and fear. Find scripture that comforts you, that strengthens you and, and gives you courage. Then read those passages over and over every day until they are planted in your heart. Maybe start with Psalm 34, 7. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and rescues them. Proverbs 3, 5 tells us to trust the Lord with all your heart. Let's start there, brothers and sisters. Trust Jesus. Charles Stanley advises us, When the odds are not in your favor, that doesn't mean God has abandoned you. Stand your ground. Keep your eyes on him. Trust your Heavenly Father and you'll be amazed at what he will achieve. Then glorify him, giving thanks for his faithfulness. Don't let the Bible become that stranger in the picture I talked about in the beginning of this message. Open it. Read it. Study it. Seek instruction and understanding from Christian leaders while you still can. And then be bold and share that good news with other people. Pass it down like the days of old. After all, we are all created to... I'm sorry, we are all called to create disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. Let us pray. Father, we praise you today with our hearts and our songs. We praise you for your faithfulness. We praise you for your great power and love. We confess our need for you. We know our lives don't go so well when we just spin around on our own. We struggle, we worry, we get weary and wore down. But you never leave us. You never forsake us. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your care over us. We thank you that you breathe renewal right into our souls. We ask for your spirit to fill us today, to draw us close to you and to work your purposes through us as we set our eyes on you. I would ask if you would pray the Lord's Prayer with me this morning. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever, Amen. Alexa, continue. Alexa, volume up.
1: And sorrows they see
0: Stop. Amen. It is well with my soul, and I hope it is with yours, my brothers and sisters. God has planted a vineyard on this tiny planet we call home. The earth has been blessed with vast resources entrusted to our care. What is produced by our caretaking is not our own, but is rightfully claimed by God for the benefit of all. It is the fruit of God's realm that we share today. Let us share with cheerful hearts. We move to the offering, brothers and sisters, and I just thank you for your obedience and um, still supplying the church with, with the blessings that God's provided you. Let us pray. Ruler of all space and time, we want to be faithful servants in your vineyard. All that we have is yours. Our lives are in your hands. Help us to use well all that we've been blessed with. Help us to manage well to your honor and glory all that we retain for ourselves. May we know heaven on earth because you hold first place in our priorities and our daily goal is to serve you. Amen. 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 With eyes enlightened, go forth to serve with joy. With hearts made pure, pass on God's love. With souls revived, go out rejoicing. All that we have gained is a gift from God. Remember that things and possessions are not important. Jesus Christ is. Let your resurrection faith give you hope this week as you leave this place. And now receive the benediction. May the peace of God be in your heart, the grace of God be in your words, the love of God be in your hands, And may the joy of God be in your soul and in the song that your life sings. Until we meet again, brothers and sisters, may God bless you and keep you. Stay safe and stay in his word. Amen.